0: Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who are always in the know. For the ones who keep things running. For the innovators and the problem solvers. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, experienced staff at local branches, and free access to experts to help answer your toughest questions. So, whatever challenge you face, we have the knowledge and products to help. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
1: Hey everybody, it's Sam with Wrestling Overtime and this is your MLW Fusion. I think this was number 120. I think that's what it said on YouTube. Uh for February 3rd, 2021. Guys, There for a while, I'll tell you what, I really thought that MLW was going to surpass Impact Wrestling um, on my most, you know, liked show besides WWE and AEW. Um, Impact came back strong, but I'll tell you what, this MLW Fusion show really had a lot on it, and I I can't help it. I am falling in love with um, MLW. I love this on YouTube. I love that I can watch it at any given time. It's an hour long. Um, sometimes it's 45 minutes long. And I just, I love their storylines. They tell stories quickly and move Quickly, but their programs are longer. I'll explain that as we go. The first matchup was um, Jordan Oliver, and he had with him, of course, his buddy Myron Reed, who last time we saw Myron Reed had gotten beat by Leo Rush, and Leo Rush had taken his belt away, basically. They have been in a battle with Contra for the last two or three weeks, um, anytime anyone gives an interview, whether it's Contra or whether it was Jordan Oliver or Myron Reed, the other side was attacking them. So Jordan Reed, and, or excuse me, Jordan Oliver and Myron Reed last week challenged them to a match. Well, they, Contra, decided to to send one of their Sentai Death Squad members to fight Jordan Oliver. He came out with Davari. Um and yes, it is the same Davari that uh you've seen in Empire Wrestling. and I believe he was in Ring of Honor also. And he this Sentai Death Squad member had no name. Uh fully covered up was dressed in all black, had no way of knowing who this was. So um it just it was crazy. Um Jordan Oliver from the bell ring took this over. He beat him in a minute twenty five and Just absolutely killed him, And he, after the match, Jordan Oliver came out and said, Look, I know that I used to be a 170-pound kid. I know that's what you guys think I am. I know that, you know, here I was, this young kid a year ago, starting wrestling, but... I have worked and I am, I'm 220. He said I actually qualify to be a heavyweight. And he called out Contra again and he called out Contra's leader. His leader, their leader is Jacob Fatou, who is related to Roman Reigns, who is related to The Rock. Um, and he said he's coming for his title. And I look for, us to get a tag team match next week with Davari and somebody against Myron Reed and Jordan Oliver. But then immediately you went to Selena Da Rinta and she was poking at Savita Vega and saying Vega did not do his home country of Puerto Rico any favors last week by losing um, to Richard Hamilton and that he did not get the Caribbean championship back and just basically was poking the bear. Um, She said that they were going to make uh, Vega a very generous offer and that they look forward to hearing from him. And because of that uh, Vega and Holiday match, they had a news report, and even if you don't follow MLW, if you follow any sports or wrestling, you saw where MLW brought in Tim Gonnege, the NBA official that was accused and uh, was disgraced, Uh, he was arrested and for um, conspiring to fix games, the point spreads on the games for gamblers. He spent some time in prison and things, and he was the actual referee in the Holiday Vega um, Caribbean Strap Match. And Court Buyer, who is the owner of MLW, came out, said that he takes allegations of corruption extremely Seriously, and that a lot of money came in at the last minute betting on Richard Holiday. And so, really suspicious. So, Alicia said she is going to interview the Caribbean um, heavyweight champion Richard Holiday next week and ask him about these allegations. They went to Ross and Marshall Von Erich. Ross told Marshall that it looks like Kauai Island, where their father Kevin Von Erich lives, um, is this filthy island that Tom Logger uh, was bringing his uh. Show, I guess is the word for it, to, uh, Kalai Island. And they talked about giving them an old Texas, how do you do? Uh, since they're from Texas and good old Texas boys, and they want to make themselves welcome there. But, um, Ross also mentioned that. Maybe Filthy Tom might be having to start a GoFundMe account because it looked like all of his sponsors were pulling out and pulling out quickly. Then we got a tag team match for the World Tag Team Championships. It was extremely interested in this one. Of course, uh, Los Parks have the Tag Team Championships that they basically robbed the Eric's from. But they were taking on TJP and Boku Dao, who has been being mentored by TJP and has been training with him and learning with him and everything. Well, this one was a pretty good match. Um, It started off with Los Parks, or L.A. Park, I should say, the dad, hitting, clocking, basically, TJP, and making Boku start the match and kind of go it alone for a little while. And Lowe's Parks quickly up to their dirty t- tricks and uh, a lot of their shenanigans as far as um, having L. um, Lepart Jr. roll under the ring and a new... LaParte Jr. came out, he was fresh, ended up um, beating them in eight minutes, eight and a half minutes, something like that, and retained, and then, of course, all three Loparques celebrated with Selena de Renta. and it required you to suspend belief a little bit, because I kind of wondered... Why didn't the referee question, where was the loose part, and why is he dressed the same way as the other one, but, oh well. But, like I said, MLW says things, does things, very quickly. We're already halfway through the show, and me talking about it, and... I've told you I don't know how many storylines, and they have been building this up. TJP and Boca uh, Kudao have—they've uh, been showing him training for, for for months now. They've been working together. TJP's been there for singles matches. They've done tag team matches with them, and everything. Well, up to the end of this match, they show TJP is at the end of his rope. He's done. Um, Dow tries to, you know, say sorry and hold out his hand. TJP slaps it away and even threatens, uh, holds up his hand like he's going to smack Dow. And Dow stops him and TJP hauls off and, uh, basically potatoes him right dead in the face and rolls out the ring and walks away because he just feels like he's screwed up, and that he's not learning fast enough. Then, of course, we get a YouTube exclusive with uh, Leo Rush, and he said Laredo Kid has been after him. Laredo Kid has been ch- wanting to challenge him for his belt, and since Laredo Kid is the Triple A cruiserweight champion, then Leo agreed to have to uh, take him on. That if their agents and lawyers can can make a match, then he'll take him on next week. But it needs to be belt for belt. It needs to be a main event match next week. Triple A cruiserweight champion versus the MLW middleweight champion in an interpromotional promotional title fight. It's going to be Leo Rush versus the Laredo Kid. Now, yes, this is the same Laredo Kid that just took on Kenny Omega for his AAA heavyweight belt. So, not sure that I understand that, but whatever, you know. Um, then, they give out some dates. Of course, next week, Leo Rush versus Laredo Kid the following week which is going to be February 17th is going to be Tom Lawler's Filthy Allen, Look for That to Fall Apart and then March 24th is going to be their what would be a pay-per-view, although it's going to be free but it's going to be MLW's Never Say Never, they'll put together a great card of a lot of matches you're going to want to see and they're going to do it in an hour. So if you're not watching the show, you're crazy. Now, Alicia comes back and wants to give us an update on Filthy Allen. She runs a promo, you know, with Tom spouting all of his nonsense about how great it is and all this other stuff. But then, of course, it always comes back to Alicia. Alicia well, then really tells us the truth, that sponsors are pulling out left and right, that um, with Tom being the guest referee, basically cheating for the Los Parks against the Juan Erics, um, that there's been some allegations made, some allegations made with A.C.H., the whole thing is crumbling. People don't want to be around Filthy Tom because they're afraid that he is going to basically just kind of kill their reputation and everything. But um, she also says that the only fight so far that she has been able to find out that has been scheduled is King Moe versus Key in the bio of the knockouts. So, we're kind of left there. Then you get another match, which is Gringo Loco versus Gino Medina. Uh, Gino Medina has been kicked out of the dynasty, or as he says it, he quit, whatever. Uh, but they are both battling each other. They are luchadors. uh Neither one of them wear masks, though, and they just do the Lucha style. It was fast. It was exciting. Um, but Medina won this one in like five and a half minutes. And um he started to cut a promo. And Gringo Loco uh, ended up coming from nowhere, jumping on his back, and they started brawling and ro- rolling away. And then they cut away. Then, uh, after coming back from your five-second ads on YouTube, they announced that, yes, Divari from Contra has gotten a partner. It's going to be Simon Goach. You remember him from the um in WWE. And he is part of the Contra unit, and they are going to take on Myron Reed and Jordan Oliver of Injustice next week in a tag team match. So, we're going to get Leo Rush versus the Laredo Kid, uh, belt versus belt, and then we're going to get Myron Reed, Jordan Oliver versus Simon Goach and Diwari next week that we know. Then they end the show with the main event, which is a Bakali Brawl. Uh, They said it's an African fight that can take place anywhere with any weapons. Uh, we see Alexander Hammerstone walking out to this undisclosed location with a referee versus Mad Career. And, of course, Hammerstone is trying to absolutely figure out where he's supposed to be going. It's dark. Um, he is walking by the light of the camera and the headlights that they've left on in the car he's calling out Mads Kruger's name, um, the referee is getting a little worried, since he sees a tank of uh liquid nitrogen, and saying, we might not should be out here. Alexander Hammerstone is, says Kruger is just playing games, he wants to find him, and boom, out comes Kruger. Um, of course, they're fighting, throwing each other in a dumpster, uh, or against a dumpster, I should say. Kruger picks up uh, wooden pilots, like you would put um, cargo on, and is throwing them at Hammerstone, hitting him. And you can see this is a different guy. Hammerstone throws him down, goes to grab him. This guy... Has a completely different mask, has hair, whereas Kruger doesn't. Has the glove on his right hand, whereas Kruger is the uh, black left hand of Contra. And so, Hammerstone gets thrown into up against the dumpster. Gets up. It's a different guy. And so then um the referee is hollering, we need to get out of here. The real Kruger supposedly comes back in, knocks Hammerstone down with two hard left punches, says hell contra, and you see his hand go back and the show goes off. And I was like, what? Well I quickly realized, oh, it's been fifty two minutes because we had all these storylines that I was talking to you earlier about. Uh we had all these masters that I was talking to you earlier about. They didn't have enough time to finish it. Because they want it to go a third round. And I don't blame them because they're sucking me in. And so that's one of the things about their storylines is, yes, it's an hour-long show. But they have them cutting promos, they're brawling, they're setting up matches, they're doing cliffhangers. Um, It truly is an episodic TV show. This is something you want to tune into telling you if you're hearing this if you've gave my podcast and you have chose this episode this first time you're hearing about mlw I'm telling you tune in next week you will not miss the 45 minutes to an hour that you spend on this show it is well worth it i'm telling you um like i said next week we already know we're getting a tag team match of Injustice versus Contra. And, guys, you remember Leo Rush from WWE and NXT and 205. You know he can talk the talk. He's going to be taking on the Laredo Kid who just took on Kenny Omega. And is a luchador. You know there's going to be some high flying. And Leo Rush is going to be running his mouth. You know it's going to be worth it. So, I encourage you guys, give the show a chance, because I am falling completely in love with it. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, problems, protests, anything, you guys know you can write me at overtime at gmail.com. If you want to talk about anything that happened in MLW or Impact, Raw, SmackDown, New Japan Strong, AEW, uh, NXT, uh, Ring of Honor, because I'm still watching Ring of Honor right now, even though I'm griping about it every time. But still covering everything that I can for you guys. And, like I promised, we'll be back very soon with part two of February 4th, uh, Thursday's episode of News and Thoughts. So, i We'll be seeing you guys soon. You guys hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Wrestling Overtime, and I'll see you down the road.
0: Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health
1: stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming,
0: golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. For the ones who are always in the know. For the ones who keep things running. For the innovators and the problem solvers. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. Experienced staff at local branches and free access to experts to help answer your toughest questions. So whatever challenge you face, we have the knowledge and products to help. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.